Derek Scott, play-by-play voice for South Carolina Gamecock Baseball, getting set to take on the Gators here beginning tonight. He now joins us. Derek, good to have you. How are you? Great. How you been? I've been good. Thank you for uh, taking the time. Um, all right. You, you've seen the South Carolina team all year. Just from what I've seen, Derek, you know, pretty good at home, and the numbers aren't so good on the road. Has this been sort of the pattern all year? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it really has, and it's been uh, frustrating uh, to see it happen, you know, in terms of being able to win series at home in the non-conference against the likes of Texas when we were swept by Clemson in a series that, of course, is uh, spread out, one at home, one on the road, and, and one at a neutral site. Uh, and that's one of those weekends where, you know, you let the home game get away in the uh, ninth inning and they weren't terribly competitive the next two games. And then when you got in the league play, same thing, had the misfortune of opening conference play at Tennessee, were swept by the Vols before everyone figured out that that was going to be a common occurrence around the league, uh, and, and you know, have turned around, came home, and won a series against Vanderbilt. So it has really been a contrast for this team throughout the year. Um, when things have gone right, Derek, what, what, what is good about this team when things are going well? you got two really good starting pitchers, and they can both give you uh, the kind of outing that can set the tone and carry, carry you, you know, to that opportunity. Noah Hall and Will Sanders, they've both been good enough just about every week in conference play, and they, they have thrown more combined innings in SEC play than any other duo in the league. They have been absolute workhorses uh, and combined for, at this point, 115 innings Jeez. out of South Carolina's 234 innings of conference play. Wow. Uh, and that, I mean, that gives you an idea of how much they have been relied upon and how consistent they've been. Uh, and so that's the, the starting point. You, you get a good effort out of Hall or Sanders. Um, and then offensively for South Carolina, when it's gone well, the veterans have, have been the ones that made that happen. Uh, Brant Belk uh, is a grad transfer from Missouri, and he's been the leading hitter really all season. He's the table setter. And in the last month and a half, Josiah Seitler has been on an absolute tear. It's one of those rare guys you look at and say, boy, look at those conference stats. But then you look at the overall stats and, and kind of scratch your head. He just was so bad early. I mean, he was below 200 when the calendar turned April 1st. And in conference play now, he's hitting 341 with nine homers. Uh, he's just been a guy who, in spite of playing on a high ankle sprain for the last month plus, has just been a terror at the plate. And then Andrew Eister, who's the local kid from down your way, an Ocala native, uh, and Andrew's been the cleanup hitter and a steady run producer for this team all season. Uh, I would imagine this is true, Derek, but I want you to confirm the fact that Hall and Sanders have logged so many innings. Are they going on Friday, Saturday, just because they're on their normal, you know, rest and then throwing Thomas tonight? Is that is that the plan with that? That's been the way we've been doing it for a while now. You know, South Carolina's weekend rotation when the season you know was coming on was supposed to be Will Sanders backed up by Julian Bosnick, backed up by James Hicks. Well, Bosnick was the closer last year and. There was a lot of talk that this might be the most experienced, talented rotation in the SEC before the season began, and, and that's not me saying that. That's the guys at D1 Baseball making that claim. Bosnick wasn't right uh, in preseason and never threw a pitch this year. Hicks blew his elbow out in the second week of the year. So at that point, South Carolina had Will Sanders and a whole lot of question marks. And so 
they backed him up, you know, in the rotation thinking, you know, if we're at this point in time only trying to, you know, positioned to win one game a series, we need him going against something other than everybody else's Friday night guy. And so that's how Sanders ended up in the back of the rotation. Uh, and, and, and there have been so many Thursday, Friday, Saturday series this year, there was never a good opportunity to kind of realign things because every time you thought this could be a good time to do it, well, you were going on short rest, and that would have been asking Noah to go on two days short rest if you were going from Saturday to Thursday. So it just really never allowed itself to happen. Uh, and so South Carolina's, you know, really been in this spot now for a while. And, and you look at it, you know, Brett Thomas has made four starts now. Uh, and, and so that's kind of the way we've seen things over the last month. And, and they really wanted to look at move, making that change last week, but then Noah had strep throat during the week <laughs> and they decided and, and was, and, and it developed a blister in his previous start. So they just couldn't do it. Uh, so they left it alone. And as it turned out, it worked fine. You know, Brett Thomas pitched. Uh, pretty well against Kentucky. Gamecocks got a win, and then Hall was dominant on Saturday and won SEC Pitcher of the Week. Uh, so, you know, th- at this point, th- their hands were tied. And so that- that's why it is the way it is. We've been around the block in this league, and I just had Sully on earlier, and I-, I asked this question. I'll ask you the same thing. It seems every year, Derek, we say, boy, the league is tough, and boy, the league is balanced. But this year, there are so many teams – where Florida and South Carolina are in the league, I I just think there's so much balance this year. I mean, get, take Tennessee out, but otherwise, with that, do you agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. And you're right. We we saw it that first week and to, told everyone who would listen. Tennessee's in a different category, folks. This is as good of a team as our our assistant coaches told me that. I remember that Sunday morning, and I, I the last time we saw a team that was this complete, they were talking about Oregon State. A number of years ago and so we knew what that was going to be like and you know i think everyone thought arkansas might be a little bit more advanced than they've been and they're good don't get me wrong but i think they're closer to the rest of the group than they are to tennessee at least most of the year they have been but you're right everybody else in the league it's it is very much balanced um there's some head scratchers at the bottom you know mississippi state never got it going uh but everybody else feels like at some point has been in a pretty good spot, has, you know, jumped up and done some things. I mean, even Kentucky winning the series against Tennessee, winning the series against TCU, you know, they've had their moments, and they are like South Carolina, just gutted with pitching injuries. Gamecocks have had some great series wins uh, at home this year, and uh, and certainly Florida and Vanderbilt look like teams that are, you know, really coming on right now, that maybe were scuffling earlier more than anyone expected, but have figured it out uh, and, and, and you have some teams, I think, like Ole Miss, that fall into that category, too. Mark Kingston, I've always thought, was an excellent coach. And I know, you know, in a perfect world, you'd like to be better. But as you look at the program, program Derek, where do you see it? How, how, what, is the, what is the status of this program under him? Well, it's not where it needs to be in the minds of most folks around this community because this – this uh, is a place that has an amazing baseball tradition. You know, you've got two national championships, but you've got four appearances in the national championship series going back to, you know, the early 2000s. And that's what people expect. They expect consistent NCAA tournament teams that, you know, make the occasional uh, move that gets them into Omaha. And, and, you know, that just hasn't really come to pass these last few years. And there were high hopes last year for a team that ended up hosting a regional as a, as a two seed, 
but didn't get out of that regional. And and so this year, combination of losing so much uh, quality off that roster and all the injuries that have befallen this team this year put them in a in a tough spot. I think most of us feel like turning a 12-15 mark out of conference play with this roster is actually a pretty good coaching job, but that doesn't undo the fact that the roster is thin by you know SEC quality standards. And so that's the thing that, you know, has just got to be addressed moving forward. There's got to be uh, an improved roster where you've got more guys that are capable of, of competing on this level. And, uh, and this South Carolina team has had three freshmen in the lineup almost every day this, this regular season. And that's not a formula usually for success in this league. And while those guys have, I think, represented themselves well under, under the circumstances, uh, it, it's still hard to to win in this league when you're a third of your lineup or, or you know first year college players, especially right now in the post COVID era where there's so many guys who are 22 and 23 year olds that are playing in yeah. most people's lineup. No doubt. Um, if Carolina's to win this series, Derek, in closing, what's got to go right for the Gamecocks? Well, if they're going to win this series, they've got to be able to get the quality outings from both Noah and Will that have happened a lot. Uh, and the thing about that is, more than anything, they've got to get consistent bullpen pitching. That's been the problem this year. This team has just been killed with all year long. If you take five games this year that got away from this team in the late innings and flip them and just say you've got a quality, reliable closer, um, I mean, the season looks entirely different. And there have been so many late leads squandered up and down the conference schedule. Kate Austin has been really, really good out of the bullpen, but He's really the only guy that has consistently uh, performed, and so that's the challenge. Once those starters are gone, can somebody come in and and, and close things out? And, and it has uh, gotten away from them way too often this year in that regard. I think that's probably the biggest factor of all with this team is can they get quality relief pitching, especially on the road where uh, where it can get pretty hot in those circumstances. As always, good stuff. Derek, I appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Great talking with you. Yep, same here, Derek. Thank you. Play-by-play voice of South Carolina. Good guy, too. Derek.